Let's break down the top five dynasty running backs heading into 2021 and beyond. McCaffrey is going to be my number one in dynasty or redraft. I'm going to give that away right now. But who will be number two? Who will be number three? Will the top three or four change a little bit based on it being redraft or dynasty? Because I'm going to hit it from both angles. I'm going to rank them for dynasty, but suggest where I would put them in redraft. Let's break it down. Top five dynasty running backs for 2021 and beyond. The Fantasy Football Show begins now this is the fantasy football show with your host smitty top five running back you're watching the fantasy football show smitty So McCaffrey is my 1.1 across the board redraft dynasty, non-PPR, PPR, 15 point per reception, uh, a negative 55 points per fumble. Whatever your scoring format is, McCaffrey's number one, number one overall. You can cite his injuries from 2020 and say he's on the decline. And I've been one, probably the one analyst out there on YouTube that talked about, hey, when do we have the conversation of when McCaffrey breaks down. I think I talked about that topic the most, but I did say I don't think it's 2020. And and I think the injuries that he had in 2020 weren't him breaking down. I don't think it'll be 2021, but I think it's a, a season-by-season basis with McCaffrey going forward because he's had a bunch of work in a short period of time. And we've seen running backs at his caliber fall off after four years like that. It happens when you're overworked to the tune that gets you into the top five in fantasy football overall. When you're the 1.1 in fantasy football, that means a couple things. One, you're getting volume. Number two, you're getting fed a ton and being utilized more than most players in the NFL for their team. That means McCaffrey is overworked, not properly worked, not fed just enough. The dude's eating double meals every time he steps onto the field. At some point, it will add up, but I don't know that 2020 was a sign of his breakdown. 2020 felt like Camara's 2019 2019 was an injury-riddled year for Kamara. People were worried about drafting him in 2020, thinking, oh, Kamara broke down. He's not the same guy. He's done. Kind of like how people talk about MT, which is debatable. Is MT done? We don't know. But I firmly believe that the lingering issues that McCaffrey had will go away. These aren't torn ACLs or, or a torn shoulder. His kneecap wasn't floating in his thigh. The dude is, I think, going to bounce back in a major way for at least one year. And then we take it year by year from there because the workload is legit. The workload is real. The carries and usage is through the roof. I wouldn't be mad at anybody that had Cook or or Camara number one. But for me, it's clear cut. It's McCaffrey. The reason Dalvin Cook is my number two is A, he was relatively healthy all year. He did get banged up here and there. I did hold my breath a number of times and he did go to the sideline, come back on the field, go to the sideline. There were a couple scares in 2020, if you remember correctly. And I'm not saying I feel like he's a lock to play 15, 16 games. I, I don't know. I feel a little bit antsy putting him at number two to be honest with you. But I feel just as worried about Kamara's situation. I feel just as worried about any other player. Barkley, you talk about anyone. They have question marks. Even McCaffrey has question marks. I feel like 2021, there are no like for sure feeling players that you're drafting at one through four. Even Derrick Henry, I have videos on why I'm avoiding him in 2021. In the top five, I, I take him if he falls far enough, like eight, nine, 10, because you can trade Henry 
in a worst case scenario at 8 9 10 overall value you can afford henry to miss even four games and plug somebody else in and supplement that that spot and do well some total in 2021 cook is safe to me because of alexander madison i like murray for camara I like Mike Davis a lot for McCaffrey, but I love Alexander Madison attached to Cook. And and he started one game in the middle of the year, somewhere in the middle of the year, and, and, and flopped. And everyone's like, oh my God, that Madison's not what everybody said he was. He was garbage. People overreact so quickly. Like, Madison is good. Madison is a top 6 to 10. Not top 10, borderline top 10. He could be a top 6 to 10 running back per start in the NFL. I don't know that if he was ever given the keys to the lineup, kind of like Lat Murray, would he ever be elite for multiple years? Probably not. I don't think so. Maybe. You never know. But in like a four-game window, six games, let's say Cook went down in week five, he could finish the year on out from week five on and be a top six to ten running back in fantasy football. And the great part is you don't have to worry about Cook getting like half the work or worrying about splitting carries. It's either going to be Cook or it's going to be Madison. You're not going to have to worry about who do I start each week. They don't roll like that in Minnesota. It will be Cook, Cook, Cook if he gets hurt, Madison. And with COVID and last year's injuries, I want my number two overall pick after McCaffrey, who I do pair to Mike Davis no matter what. Let me also throw that out there because Mike Davis, if he returns and is with the team, will be the cuff. He has climbed up the super handcuff value. It's Alexander Madison, Lat Murray, Pollard, and now also Mike Davis. But Madison has more of that bang for the buck. I draft Madison in leagues where I don't even own Cook because we're crafty here at the Fantasy Football Show. But Cook and Alexander Madison feel secure. And, and Cook, to me, per start, is a lock in the top three. And, and the concern of injury is protected. If you do whatever it takes to get Madison. Make sure you reach a whole round ahead of wherever Alexander Madison's ADP starts leveling off in your draft. You make sure you you get him a round earlier than that ADP. Everything I said about Cook and the backup, the handcuff, apply it to Lat Murray. Lat Murray needs to be owned. Reach a round ahead of his ADP. Owning the duo guarantees you some very, very good security. You sleep well at night. But there is concern about the quarterback situation. We saw Kamara kind of play up and down based on the QB play. Will they start Winston? Will they start uh, Taysom Hill? Will they do a rotation? Will there be some chaos in the middle of the year? And Kamara's got to adapt to that. We don't know. And because of that uncertainty, that's why Cook and McCaffrey rank ahead of Kamara. Kamara had no question marks around that. If we saw no dip in Kamara's value when Taysom Hill came in, if we knew what we were exactly dealing with with Winston, we wouldn't have the concerns we have uh, right now. So number three is very respectable. But for me, I do rank McCaffrey and Cook ahead of Kamara. But I love that all three of these guys have super handcuffs and you can't really go wrong drafting any one of them as long as you cuff them. Now, Dynasty Redraft, nothing really changes other than I kind of start leaning Barkley a little more. I I don't put him three, I put him four, but he's he's more of a locked-in solid four in Dynasty versus in Redraft. I might be more inclined to let Barkley slip a a pick or two or a slot or two, so like five or six in in Redraft because of the the recovery uh, of the ACL, which I think he could recover very fast and be 100% in 2021. He's that talented. He can heal that quickly. His, his thigh muscle is so strong that he will have a tight-fitting knee and trust it and be able to cut and maneuver 
differently than the average running back coming off of ACL surgery. He's, his leg strength, there's no one like it in the NFL. I think that will be proven in the coming months when people start seeing the news reports that Barkley looks better than ever. He's quick, he's fast, he's so At a schedule, assuming there, there's no unforeseen infections or setbacks, he's, I think he's going to recover like Adrian Peterson recovered from his ACL tear. Adrian Peterson ran for 2,000 yards the year after, the immediate year after he tore his ACL. Barkley has that kind of capability. So it goes without saying that Barkley in my dynasty format is four. Locked and loaded, he pushes Kamara for that three spot. I I think if the wind was blowing a certain way on a certain day and I'm doing this ranking over, I could easily be like, Barkley's my three. Pretty clear cut. It really is is that close between Barkley and Kamara in dynasty. And you could argue Barkley too. You could also in dynasty argue Barkley outside the top five. And I wouldn't really think you're all that crazy. The truth is, You can be concerned about every single name up here. Overworked? Is he overworked? McCaffrey? Is Cook going to get hurt eventually? What's Kamara going to do with his new situation? Will he rebound? Is he going to ever stay healthy? If you are complaining at all about these rankings so far, or you do when someone does rankings like this, you need to step back and check yourself a little bit because you can argue all four of these guys on all different sides of the argument like it's ridiculous to suggest someone's off by having Barkley one or McCaffrey four or Camaro one or Cook four or one of these guys at number five like I, I find it almost hilarious when people get overly passionate that you're wrong that you don't have the ranking right because they feel differently. This is fantasy football. You don't have the Gray's book sports almanac. I don't have it. I've only got half of it. So Dynasty, he could be three for me. He's borderline three. Redraft, I do have him four or five. Redraft or Dynasty, Taylor feels right about five for me. Again, Barkley could go to five in redraft and I could put Taylor four or I could maybe look at Zeke Elliott. I certainly love this incoming rookie class and it wouldn't be crazy to see ETN or Harris climb into the five spot in a dynasty format in in a year from now. I could get bold and talk about one of those guys near five or six in dynasty, but I think until we have landing spots, we do need to kind of pump the brakes on putting those guys, any of those rookies in the top five or six if we're talking dynasty. Taylor's deserving. There's a lot of risk Like everybody on this list, there's a risk with Taylor. Taylor disappointed midway through the season. I I, I can't remember a time where a running back was hyped up, overdrafted, then busted. And literally, people gave up on him in a lot of novice leagues. Not your big heavy hitter leagues, but a lot of novice leagues. He got cut. People picked him up, obviously. He's one of those guys that when he got cut, he got scooped up right away by a savvy owner in pretty much every league. He did not remain on waivers, but he did get cut in a big percentage of, of novice leagues. And then he rebounded. He had a crazy year. But because he did disappoint a little bit, there's concern. There's some fumbling issues, which he overcame, I think, last year, but you still got to worry about it. We've seen him fail. We've seen him falter, so there is concern. Again, concern across the board in the top five. Elliot, if we put Elliot here instead of Taylor, there would be concern there. If we put Henry in here, there would be concern. 2,000 yards, no one's ever had even close to the same year coming off a 2,000-yard season, and he's had 303 carries, almost 400 carries in 2020, back-to-back monster carry seasons. Henry's a big red flag. There's no security inside the top five running backs. I'm looking at this list, and, and while I like every name on it, there is risk across the board, but this is my ranking. I'm going to call it redraft or dynasty. This is my ranking. I, it doesn't change much. Again, Barkley moving maybe a little bit. Taylor could potentially 
remain at five in Dynasty or Redraft. Elliott could climb in in Redraft, maybe bump out Taylor if Dak is for sure brought back and, and Elliott looks good in June, July. I could I could see myself raising Elliott into the five spot. Chubb could get in the five to, to seven range, but he's still got Kareem Hunt. He's still very injury prone. James Robinson's tough to bank on. There there are no guarantees of any kind in the top 10 running backs in 2021 or in Dynasty. And if you take away anything from this episode, hear me now. 2021 is not about going running back, running back, and then getting wide receivers late because it's such a deep pool of wide receivers. I think 2021, especially in a startup in Dynasty, 2021 is going to be about the wide receiver. If you can survive going at least wide receiver, running back, or running back, wide receiver, but if you can survive wide receiver, wide receiver, or an auction by yourself, a Ridley, Justin Jefferson, a DK Metcalf, two elite wide receivers and build around that and find your way into a James Robinson. Find an undervalued Clyde at fourth or fifth round value. Get yourself an underrated David Montgomery who's underrated even though he finished in the top five running backs in almost every format in 2020. Build around running backs like that. I'm not saying don't draft McCaffrey or get out of the 1.1. McCaffrey feels about the safest to me of all of these guys, especially if you cuff him to Davis. That's why I rank McCaffrey one. But in an auction, rather than spending like 70 bucks on a running back like Cook, I'm more apt to go get Ridley, go get Jefferson, go get A.J. Brown, build around wide receivers. I know we had wide receivers bust in 2020. Mike Thomas busted. Wide receivers are not immune to getting hurt and busting as well, but I do feel that in 2021, we're going to see the wide receiver dominate, and all you have to do is land your running backs, which is what I'm going to do all offseason long, train you on getting the next James Robinson so you can focus on building those wide receivers out and then we clean up in 2021 because we have the best of both worlds we have the up-and-coming running back or undervalued running backs on our roster with the guaranteed or more guaranteed stud wide receivers these are my top five running backs in 2021 dynasty kind of redraft to comment below tell your grandma tell your friends get on over to smitty1.com that is everything i do all in one place and if you want in on my mock drafts, you have to join my Discord. You can find my Discord link and button at smitty1.com. So get on over there. Now, this is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Top five running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. I'm Smitty. Woo! <laughs>